You found it. The no-nonsense, no-script podcast you've been waiting for. Real people on real issues. Welcome to Dynamic Independence. The home of logic, reason, and common sense. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. I'm Johnny Anderson, and I'm joined today by Bruce Adams. Good afternoon, Bruce. How are you today? Good afternoon. Uh, doing well. Uh-huh. Uh, healthy life, you know. Yeah, okay. Well, you, guess what? Guess what I saw today? Uh, what did you see today? I was downtown today in what you would consider to be downtown, right? It's not a very big town, right? It's about 15,000 people. So I'm driving through town. On the outside of town, I see a couple of billboards out there. Now, mind you, there, there are no mask mandates here, n- none of that stuff, because there are no out of control cases or anything like that. And people are, I mean, forget social distancing and all this stuff. I mean, it's just not there. But some businesses still require you to, to wear a mask because it's, I'm sorry, that's just, I, I do cave on that part. I do cave on that part. I cave because it's the business's right because they have no liability protection at all. So I cave on that. I, I will let that one go on the sake of a business because if you don't allow a business to have a free hand to mandate something or not mandate something in that in that regard to protect their business from liability, then where does it stop? You have the government right. that would come in and fill that vacuum. So I respectfully allow that one to be excused in my own right for a business. Mm. So mm. a business has a right to refuse service from whomever they choose. That's that's the business. Agreed. Yeah. So I will cave on that. However, there, like I said, there's no mask requirements. There, there were two billboards with people wearing masks on them. And it said, coronavirus? No, thank you. Wear a mask. Uh, I'm curious. Are you able to like find out who purchased that billboard? Or, you um, know, the I know who pur- I know who purchased them. I, I know who purchased them. If you look yeah. at them in the corner, mm-hmm. you see the political party that paid for the billboard to be put up. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you see the agenda. But nonetheless, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, that, I, I saw that and I was like, just if it wasn't for the fact that I'm a law abiding citizen, I would have torn it down. If it was the U.S., I'd have torn it down or I'd have painted over it. You know, I would have been that guy. But, mm, you know, mm-hmm. a- anyway, OK, you, let, let's say let, for the sake of argument, let's say that you turn around and you mandate masks. OK, let's say you mandate them where I'm at. This town doesn't have a police department. What are you going to do? You going to turn everybody into a snitch? They're trying that in the U.S. Uh, they're trying that in the U.S. Yes. But see, you guys aren't doing what you're told. Right. That's <laughs> you're, you're not doing what you're told. And to be honest with you, I mean, because you're not doing what you're told. And we talked yesterday about the cult mentality versus the science side of things. Right. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Right. And what did I say about the Lord and Savior, the new Lord and Savior? What, what did I say about him? Uh, you guys know him as uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. What, what did I say about him? Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. you have to have faith in the leadership. Right. He's emerged as a leader. So you have to have faith in what he says. Well, the New York Times has come out today and given 13 tips from Dr. Fauci on how you can avoid coronavirus. He's been one of the most. Now, this is according to The New York Times, right? He has been one of the most trusted voices of reason during this pandemic. In a recent poll published by The New York Times, at least now listen to this, at least two thirds of Americans expressed faith in his leadership throughout the entire crisis. So that's why when Dr. Fauci offers advice on how to stay safe from the virus, the world, not just the U.S., see, not just the U.S., the world would be wise to listen. So what does he say? So it, they're they're trying to push groupthink. Yes, that's precisely that, that, what they're That's doing. literally 
Yeah, because they're saying, hey, look, guys, uh, the majority of people, the, the majority of the population believes Fauci, so you should, too. It's kind of a peer pressure exactly. thing. Exactly. And it's also part of that monopolization of perception we spoke on. So it's it's all about right. that. It's getting you to look at that one point of view. And because of because of the isolation, right, because of the state that they put you in and you be you've become compliant, you fall into that uh, that area where you've got slight trauma. So you're you're kind of stuck because the, you notice they keep us in constant crisis, but it never goes over mm-hmm. the edge. It's just well, like we're right there on the edge of it. We're always right there on the edge of it. But we never go off the cliff. Have you noticed that? It's like they have to put us into a state of permanent crisis and then they have to hold us there. So we are in essentially a state of suspended disbelief almost like that. That's where we're at. You have the slight trauma and then you can be placed into cognitive dissonance and then you can get the monopolization of perception from guys like this. So he comes out. You saw the in style magazine cover. Yeah, you saw him. You saw Mm -hmm, how they're promoting mm -hmm. him. Sitting out there next to his yep. pool with his sunglasses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's come out with four, or excuse me, he's come out with 13 tips. And we're going to go over those tips. OK, number one, avoid bars. He's explicit in his advisory that people should stop frequenting bars. See, not only do bars tend to be densely crowded, but they're often poorly ventilated. So hmm. uh, hold on a minute. I, I thought we went over a few days ago that having airflow systems actually increases things. So now they're saying it doesn't. So if you have poor ventilation, then Hmm. okay, yeah, all right. So uh, a quote from him, he says, we need to really take seriously the issue of wearing masks all the time and not congregating in bars. I think we can stop Hmm. that by just closing bars, right? Just close them. So yeah, just Uh forget that you have a business. Forget that you opened a bar. Forget that you opened a restaurant. Forget to think of public health. Think of public health. Don't think about yourself. Don't think about building a business. Don't think about that. Think about public health. Or self-governance. Don't think about self-governance at all. No, no, no. You don't need self-governance in this because mm-hmm. it's bigger than just you, right? It's, it's bigger than just you. You've got so many other people you have to think about now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not smart enough to make your own decisions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number two, wear a mask. We talked about this yesterday, didn't we? We yeah. made several references to this. So on Friday, Fauci urged public officials to be as forceful as possible. Did you hear what I just said? As forceful as possible in regards to getting citizens to wear masks. His Hmm. quote, when you have crowds of people together and you have the lack of wearing a mask, that increases the risk of transmissibility. I have no doubt about that. Well, gee whiz, Tony, you changed your mind on that. What, two, three different times? And of course, you see him on television. He's wearing one, at least while the cameras are rolling. And then what happens? Yeah, he takes it off. Yeah, Mask comes off. Uh huh. See, he doesn't believe in this stuff. None of them do. None of them do. Same thing with the politicians. Cameras click off. What happens to them? They're all standing up there talking to each other. They pull their masks off. Be as forceful as possible. See, he doesn't believe it. He knows that they're largely ineffective. We went over the uh, the articles yesterday that I talked about from the uh, the Science Daily from back in 2015. They contribute to the increase in viral and respiratory illnesses. They contribute to that. Bacteriological diseases. They contribute to that. And their global use should be discouraged, not encouraged, according to a survey that was taken. Number three, maintaining social distancing. Mm. I'm not necessarily against that one personally. Just saying. Well, this goes along with the enforcement of trivial demands, right? Developing a habit of compliance. Yes. Right. You know, look, this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do. Follow this arrow on the floor. Stay in the circle here. You look at these circles that they've put up in a lot of these places in the U.S. Have you noticed this in the parks and everything? They've got circles everywhere. Mm. 
You yeah. stay over here. You stay over there. You know, I was at the supermarket today. I had to stop in there and get a couple of things. And I swear to you, there was a woman in front of me. You, you would have thought that I was, uh, I, I don't know, the, the spawn of Satan or something. This woman was like trying to run to get away from me in the line at the at the checkout. She was like trying to run and get away from me. She's like looking back at me and she's looking down at her stuff and she's like scooting a little bit forward on the uh, on the thing there. And I'm like, are you are you serious, lady? Like the media has people so scared that they don't know what end is up. Do you see the division that it's causing? The amount of animosity from one person to the next. What happened to the times that quite frankly wasn't that long ago? You look at somebody and say, "Hey, how are you doing? It's a nice day today, isn't it?" You can't even do that anymore because someone thinks you're going to kill them. Do you see mm-hmm. do you see the agenda that's being promoted? Do you see the do, you, do people not see what's happening here? Fauci's been very clear in the stating of the importance of social distancing in response to the pandemic. Additionally, he recently told a Senate subcommittee that the new cases could go up to 100,000 a day. You remember when he said that? 100,000 a day? Yeah. But see, the reason they're going up to about 100,000 a day, see, we're breaking records, right? These are the headlines all over the place. We're breaking records. Yeah, we're breaking yeah. all these records mm-hmm. because of the counting methods, because of mm-hmm. the 16 cases that they can count on top of the one confirmed that they have. And then, of course, legacy counting. So it's easy to call 100,000 when you're doing that. A friend of mine went and donated blood a couple of days ago. Guess what? He tested positive for uh, antibodies. He had COVID mm-hmm, antibodies. Mm-hmm. Didn't have, uh, I mean, he wasn't sick. Now, he said he had like a runny nose uh, for a few days, but that was it. Now, how does he have antibodies if he just had a runny nose for a few days? So well, he maintain- was asymptomatic. That, that's oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. He was, yeah, he was asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. That's, all, that's simple as that, right? Simple as that. Mm-hmm. But according to Fauci, the best way you can avoid either acquiring or transmitting infection is to avoid crowded places. I'm around hundreds mm-hmm. of people a day. In crowded places, no masks, no social distancing, none of that stuff. You have signs up. You have arrows on the floor. Guess what? No one follows them. Hmm. Disobedient people. You're just going to get everybody killed. That's amazing, isn't it? Number four. How did how did we how did we survive as the human race? How did we survive as the human race before we knew that we had to social distance and had to wear a mask because virus? And how did we possibly survive all these pandemics in the past history? Uh, you know, Bruce, you're just thinking too old fashioned. You're, you're thinking too far back mm-hmm. in history that that mm. uh, that we did these things. See, three months ago, I mean, you're, you're an old man from three months ago. So to, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Isn't that what they tell you? <laughs> isn't that, I mean, is that how you're viewed? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Archaic thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, be prepared for situations beyond your control. Mm. OK, well, if it's beyond your control, then how can you be prepared for that? So, all right, from a, a logical sense, I mean, reasonably, you can do this. Even with the best of intentions to practice safety measures, you may find yourself in situations that are beyond your control. That's why Fauci has suggested that people should be prepared in a crowd, even if they don't leave the house expecting one. Well, God forbid you run into somebody while you're out there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You get around somebody. Can you can you imagine if you if you actually go somewhere and you see someone else? Can you imagine that? I mean, it's, it's just I, the humanity of it all. It's becoming clear that even when you try to do with certain necessities in life, going out to get food or going to a pharmacy to get medications, you may inadvertently come into closer contact with someone. Can you imagine? For that reason, you should never leave the house without a mask and hand sanitizer. You know, I've noticed that about U.S. places. You know, there's hand sanitizer and cleaners everywhere. You, you always look on TV, like at these congressional testimonies. You know, they make special camera shots to make sure that they get that in the shot with the person. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed yeah. that there's like the wipes and the hand sanitizer and the water mm-hmm. and they have to show that he's wearing a mask, right? They have to have all that in the same shot. You notice that? Again, 
How did how did the human race survive without all these things? No, well, see, we didn't know any better. We didn't know any better. Now, see, we didn't know any better right. back then. But mm. see, now now mm. we now we're we know what we're doing because we're listening to guys like this. So mm. number five, mm. recognize your responsibility. You remember what I said yesterday? It's about making it about you. You have to become a partner in this, right? What did Obama say all those years ago? Do you remember that? We got to give mistake in creating the kind of world order that all of us would like to see. Do you remember that statement from him? Do you remember that? Not particularly, actually. I don't oh, remember yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I don't have the clip ready for it, but I'll see if I can dig that up here within the next day or two. But yes, we got to give them a stake in creating the kind of world order we like to see, we all like to see. Well, see, it's about that, isn't it? Recognize your responsibility. It's about you. See, they can't force you to do this. You have to be encouraged to step up and take the take on the role for yourself. See, they look at you as the individual and say, okay, but it's pressed onto you as a group. You're the one that needs to make the responsible decision as the individual, but you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for everyone else. Recognize your responsibility to everyone else, not to yourself. Don't take personal responsibility. No. Recognize your responsibility to the rest of society. Mm-hmm. You have an individual responsibility to yourself, but you also have a societal responsibility. You see? You see what he's saying? We've got to realize yeah. that we we are part of the process. Huh. Uh-huh. Number six, remember that asymptomatic people are contagious. See, this is the agenda where it goes w- along with everyone has to be a suspect. Everyone has to be in a in a state, a constant state of awareness and fear of the other person. So it's all about you not trusting someone else. It's about you not trusting your friends, trusting your family, trusting people that you know, that you work with. It's all about making everyone suspect of each other. So it's to keep us divided from ourselves. It's not about bringing people together. It's not about what Fauci says as do your part for everyone else. See, they make it about everyone else, but it's really not about that, is it? It's about them indoctrinating you into thinking about everyone else. But see, you don't trust everyone else. You can't trust everyone else. Think about everyone else, but don't trust them. I'm already kind of there anyway. I don't trust people. Right off the bat, you have to earn that. Well, yeah, okay. kind of, yeah, I understand. You know, normal life, yeah, but I understand. But this is a yeah, but this is a different kind of thing. This is about right. just flat out like shaming people if you don't visually see what you like. I mean, that's that that's that's what it is. Twenty five to forty five percent of the total totality of infected people are likely without symptoms. See again. It has to be something everyone has, right? It's It's got to be like the climate change uh, agenda. It's got to be the same thing. It has to be something everyone has. In that case, it was carbon. But see, it's not about carbon anymore. Now it's about a virus. Everybody has the racist gene, uh, virus, you know, as one <laughs> of the uh, politicians said. Yeah. And we know from epidemiological studies that they can transmit to someone who is uninfected even when they are without symptoms. Okay. And what did we say from the WHO? You can spread it even if you don't have it. So again, it's about making you not trust anyone else. Number seven, I love this one. Get the vaccine when it's available. See, I've always, I've said from the start of this thing, where's the talk from any health official? Where's the talk about boosting your immune system? Where's the talk about eating healthy? Where's the talk about exercising and how much you should have and what you should do? How much cardio do you need to have? How much weight training do you need to have? What kind of foods do you need to be eating? What foods do you have out in the markets that you can get that have the right trace minerals and nutrients in it that you can process 
And what else do you need to supplement that you're not getting or you're not able to get? See, that should be the conversation here. That should be the real conversation here, not get the vaccine when it's available. And that's the only thing that's going to save you, which, by the way, we talked about that yesterday a little bit. The goals, right? The goals of a cult. What was it? It's cases, right? Get the cases to zero. But it's also this. It's also the vaccine. See, that's the goal. They have to keep us distracted long enough so they can get that in. It's understandable, but unjustified, Fauci said. We're not compromising safety. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. When you're rushing it, when you're rushing a vaccine, it takes seven years to develop a vaccine. Seven years. And you're trying to do this in 18 months. We're not compromising scientific. No, it doesn't sound like a problem at all. We're not compromising scientific integrity. So when remdesivir fails clinical drug trials and you approve it anyway because you hold shares in the company that has the patent on it, that's not compromising scientific integrity. I don't have it. I don't. I'm, I was looking for a way to be sarcastic on that one, but I don't I don't you have can't. anything on that one. You can't. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Get tested if you feel sick. You get tested when you're not. You test an eggplant right now. That thing's going to test positive. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I made mention to it yesterday. 333 clinics in Florida are administering thousands of tests a day and they're getting 100% positive results out of it. How's that possible? How how in the world is that even possible? That's like saying 100% of people in one district in a ward somewhere voted for Trump. It's not possible. Flooding the system with testing so you really get a good handle about what's going on in the community. No, that gives you a reason to turn around and lock society down under false pretenses. You talk about scientific integrity. That's that's the height of hypocrisy when it comes to compromising scientific integrity, wouldn't you say? No, see, that's science. Yeah, that's science. Uh, sure. that's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, Bruce, we advertise as no nonsense. We, we advertise as no nonsense, and you're being nonsensical right now. I'm, I'm getting that feeling from you. I'm getting, getting the nonsense. Yeah. Number nine. Uh-huh. Number nine. Trust respected medical professionals. See, you got to trust him, right? You got to trust him. Republican, Democrat, anybody else, we're all in this together, Fauci said, right? See, we're all in this together. I believe for the most part, you can trust respected medical authorities. I believe I'm one of them. So I think you can trust me and other experts who've had a track record of telling the truth. Okay, Tony. I got a clip here from January 21st. He has a track record of telling the truth, right? He has a track record of telling mm. the truth. Okay. What, what's today's date? July 20th, right? Well, when this airs, mm-hmm. this will be July. Okay. When, when this airs, this will be July 21st. So I, I want to play a clip from six months ago. Okay. S- six months ago. I want you to hear this. Obviously, you need to take it seriously and do the kinds of things that the CDC and the Department of Homeland Security are doing. But this is not a major threat for the people in the United States. And this is not something that the citizens of the United States right now should be worried about. Mm. A Fauci apologist would say, well, he did say right now. Right now. Yeah, of course. He he said right now. Mm. But see, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have to have a trust for respected medical authorities. And he believes Mm -hmm. that he's Mm -hmm. one of them. So he thinks that you can trust him. And of course, he has a track record of telling the truth. See, so there is an element of uh, science is ever changing. Right. As, As we learn new facts and everything, things change. Yep. But I feel like at this point, they're just exploiting that knowledge that science is ever changing. It's not that they're like, well, yeah, we, we didn't know that uh, in the beginning that masks didn't really work. So so we told people it didn't work. And now we know it works because there's been studies. And no, I'm sorry. There's been studies for years on these things. We knew what the micron level of the masks were before all this. We knew mm-hmm. that, yeah, the masks don't work. We knew that to be true in the beginning. And that's what they told us. 
And then they started changing the narrative and it's because it, you know, it, well, they, they um, looked at it as an opportunity. Yeah. They looked at it as an opportunity to try, to try and grab control of society. So there's a difference here. It's like, do you remember what I said? They have to get us to do just that one little thing in the beginning. Just just that one thing, mm-hmm. right? Just just 10 days. No big deal, right? It's just 10 days. It's like Ted Bundy, right? You remember Ted Bundy, the uh, you know the serial killer, uh-huh. right? That guy. Do you remember him? Uh-huh. Little yellow Volkswagen drove around. Hey, you uh, yeah. you want to get? You, do you want to? You, do you want to ride somewhere? You want you want to get in the car with me? Next mm-hmm. thing you know, you got handcuffs mm-hmm. on. You're in the basement. You're trying to figure out how to get out. That's where we are, right? That's where we are. So yeah. Anyway, number 10, take your underlying health condition seriously. You know what? Regardless of what Fauci says on this, I'll actually agree with this because you should do this all the time anyway. You should do this all the time anyway. Where he says right here, he says this is a recommendation. He says if you're a person with an underlying health condition and you're particularly an elderly person with an underlying condition, you need to think twice about getting on a plane and a long trip. Uh, And not only think twice, uh, just don't get on a cruise ship. Okay, Uh, I'll go with him on that. I I will go with him on that. So like I said, you should do pandemic or not. You should do that. You should do that. Exactly. That's it. Because even outside of this pandemic, right, you still have the the various flu viruses, which can kill you, which are, you know, typically coronaviruses, Mm -hmm. by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've been saying that for a while now. So a common house cold. So, yeah. So if you have underlying health conditions, you know, depending on what the condition is, that could be enough to, uh, you know, off you or or at least cause problems. Number 11, expect progress to be gradual. Mm. Well, we can't move too fast, you see. We have to do everything towards the greater goal here. But see, we, we have to take our time. We can't rush. We can't we can't go too far into it. Fauci says that we've got to have a delicate balance of carefully and prudently going towards normality. He's talking about the new normality, not the old one. See, to them, the old world's not coming back. They have no intention of taking us back to that. Mm-hmm. So we, they have to gradually work us into the new one. And you notice it's always just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And as soon as I say that, we get blessed with GP. Oh, GP, get, how you doing? Yeah, how we doing? Well, actually, I'm. I have something breaking that I need. I need to talk about. Okay, okay. Uh, we will put this I on hold. The show. You, hold okay. on. We will put this on hold. All right. So go ahead. What do you have? Because I mean, not scripted, right? Not scripted. So what? What do you have? Now, nice to see you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, Valley Fever. You're like what? What does this have to do with anything? Well, someone I'm uh, connected to on uh, on one of these media platforms was diagnosed with uh, had contracted SARS-CoV-2. They stopped testing at that point. Oh, that's what your symptoms are. That's what you have. Whoa, whoa, whoa but so, so, hold on just a second. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little sad. I just it just it just I just got through the whole reading of the medical and stuff, so I'm kind of okay. So, okay, uh, so just so I understand. Scattered. No, I understand. J- just so I understand, you said that they they were diagnosed with COVID. Yes, with COVID. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes, they had now, they 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 had the antibodies. They had the antibodies. Okay, because I just talked to somebody this morning that said the same thing in Florida. So mm-hmm. they're they sick, st- but this person is sick. This person is having joint pain. Uh huh. Little little blood in the sputum. Okay. Coughing. Uh, sick malaise. Well, six weeks after diagnosis, this isn't getting better. It's still COVID nineteen. It's still COVID nineteen. I'm that's what I'm telling you. You're six weeks here. You know, six weeks. It's COVID nineteen. You know the relapses, all this stuff. And I'm just like, okay. And I'm reading, and then um, it says, for those of you who don't know, I already that that don't know me, that don't know me personally. You know that don't you know go on the thing. I actually have Valley Fever. <laughs> you you have and it wasn't fever. through I, that person did that person had oh, Valley okay. Fever. Yeah, the person had Valley Fever, which the problem is, and valley fever is fatal. 
you will die from it. It's a fungus. And uh, I've left untreated. And it's a lifetime treatment, by the way, if you get it, really awful situation to be in. The person's persistence got them to do additional testing. Imagine the people out there that the doctors are just like, oh, you have, uh, yeah, you have COVID-19. Yeah, you're, you're, that's it. We're done. We're washing our hands of everything now. So that hepatitis you may have, that uh, whatever illness you may have, well, you got COVID-19. We're done. That's what you have. And we're not going any farther. So wait a minute. Just so I understand, you're telling me that since the medical staff are saying that they have been diagnosed officially with COVID, they won't treat them for valley fever? They didn't know they had valley fever until that person just kept persisting and say, I need to be tested for something else. This isn't just COVID-19. And they were insisting that it was COVID-19. I see. And they finally found out that the person had valley fever. So could, could you imagine that? If you were persistent and then you died, guess what? In this, yeah, in this climate, death. in this climate... I, I can imagine yes. it. Yeah. I, in this climate, I can imagine yes. it. Yeah, sure. Now, how scary is that? If that were me, I would be pissed. Yeah. The doctors they're, were they're sitting looking there going, at, They're yeah. trying to do legal or something. And I'm just like, that's, well, good luck. The legal. No, I, I wouldn't go legal because you're not going to go anywhere with that. But it's just like I would be pissed with like immediate. That's something I expect from medical professionals is not to just be like, oh, no, this is what it is. Uh mm-hmm. Second opinion, maybe. Uh, I don't know. You know, so, uh, well, because that's what they pull up and all your symptoms seem to fall into. Have you looked at the symptom list of freaking COVID-19? If <laughs> yes. you have a hangnail, you have <laughs> yeah. COVID-19. Yeah. Yes. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah it's bad. And it's, it, Valley it's Fever everything. has similar symptoms. It's everything. If Valley if you Fever have, has these if symptoms. If you have a headache. So it, if you have a headache. You have a headache. Yeah. You have COVID. Screw that tumor. It's 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 COVID-19. So, GP, this as you can Yes. As you as you mm-hmm. came in the room, Sorry. we were discussing. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. I wanted to let you mm-hmm. wanted to let you vent. And I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, but mm-hmm. a, as you came in, we were discussing the 13 tips from our Lord and Savior, Dr. Anthony Fauci, on, oh. on the precautions you can take to ensure that you can avoid being exposed uh, to Corona. And we were on number oh, really? 12. Yeah, we were on number 12. Number 12. Only allow children to play in groups of five or 10. Right. Because we know that there's a there's vast evidence here that this spreads amongst children. Right. This is, there's there's vast mm-hmm. evidence of that just because they say that it does. No uh, sports, they say Yes. No, no, no sports or anything like that. No, of course not. He says a complete lockdown of children is going to be impossible as the summer months come. Lockdown of children. Have you lost your mind? Have you people gone insane? Well, that's I, that's rhetorical. Don't answer that. I think it's going to be reasonable outside when kids are running around playing baseball that they're going to be wearing masks and staying six feet apart. There's been no evidence that we've had any issues with children. None. So why would we place the same restrictions on them? I, I have a question, right? For mm-hmm. for those that have had kids before and they're wanting to mandate masks in schools. Could you imagine trying to tell an elementary schooler they have to wear a mask all day? Could you try could you imagine trying to keep an elementary schooler from playing with their mask or keeping the mask on even? Like that would be a nightmare. Oh, that'd be perfectly simple. That, that yeah, should sure. be no easy, no problem there. You know, just yeah, keeping yeah. their shoes on is such an easy challenge. I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can you Come imagine on, if they tie their masks together and they make like those chain links? You know, like we used to do with construction paper and the glue. You know, I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I know the. Boys the I mean, we're talking about shots. we're talking about some children <laughs> that possibly could eat their paste. Okay, so like what? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So lunchrooms are now out of the question. Is that is that the way that it's going to be too in these schools? It's just it's insane. Number thirteen, and this is the most important one out of all of these. Number thirteen. Okay. Because I know so many people that do this. I'm GP. I'm sure you, chief amongst us. I'm sure you you do this all the time. Number thirteen. Let your groceries sit for a day. 
Let them sit for a day. Having oh, a safe absolutely. route. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Because, you know, I, I just like you to leave I my milk. I like to leave my milk sitting on the counter for a day. And, and my steak and my chicken. You know, I, I like to leave mm-hmm. all that stuff laying on the counter for a day. I, I do. You don't uh, do that? Fauci- no, well, I, I, I do. I do that all the time. Oh, okay. Phew. For a second there. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking um, that you were saying that you don't do that. Wow, okay. Woo. Fauci yeah, says I like that, leaving my chicken and out for days. Yeah, yeah, you leave it out for yeah, you leave it out for two days even, you know, just to be on the safe side. Yeah. Fauci says that he says that he goes shopping for groceries or to drugstores. I'll bet you Anthony Fauci has not shopped for groceries or gone to a drugstore in decades. He has people that do that for him. I don't disinfect the bags. In general, I will take the materials out of the bags, then wash my hands with soap and water, and then use Purell, and I let everything sit for a day. Wait, so let me get, he let, doesn't let me get wash the, str- the bags? He doesn't disinfect the bags uh, because, because you know, he uses the reusable ones. And he washes his hands with soap and water, and then he uses hand sanitizer? I'm still lost with the... You're, you're supposed to, to wash the reusable bags. You, yes, you are. You're supposed to disinfect them. Y- yes. That, yeah, That's it, how you spread contaminants when you don't. Yeah, yes. Well, and anyway, but see, he's the health expert, Bruce. He's he's the health expert. So <laughs> right, right. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um, my mistake. Yeah. So those are thirteen tips from Dr. Anthony Fauci on how you can avoid the coronavirus. And we had a small intermission there with GP popped in the room. So moving right along, right? We talked yesterday about uh, about mask wearing. We talked a little bit about it, but it was it was more related to how how you get indoctrinated into uh, into the new system. The Surgeon General, we also mentioned yesterday, Dr. Jerome Adams, on Monday, he begged Fox News viewers to do the right thing and to wear masks in public as America struggles to contain this virus. He says it relies on the see, this is this is all about, again, this is all about monopolizing perception. It makes you dependent on what they're telling you. And it has to be you becoming the partner in all of this. It relies on the individual people of America doing the right thing. See, you've got to do the right thing. You're not doing the right thing if you don't listen to them. And that's why I'm pleading with your viewers. I'm begging you, please understand that we are not trying to take away your freedoms when we say wear a face covering. Well, yes, you are. Yes, you are. When the government comes out and they mandate something for you to wear every time in history, that goes very, very wrong every single time. We're not trying to take away your ability to go out when we say keep your restaurant capacity under 50 percent. Oh, yes, you are. That's precisely what you're saying. We're saying if we do these things, we can actually open and stay open. See, you notice it's just, well, if we do this thing, then we get this. We get this. It's just this little tiny thing. But you get this. It's this carrot and the stick. You do this. You, you follow us over here. You lead over here. They lead with the stick and the carrot. You follow that and you get a little bite of it. I'm failing to understand how. OK, we're, we're not eradicating this virus, right? We're going to deal with this for a long time until we get to the point that we can eradicate all viruses, right? Yeah. Until we get to that point, that means every single flu season that comes around, COVID-19 is going to be there. Well, there's no flu uh, anymore. Spanish flu. No, there's no it's going flu to be anymore. there. Well, yeah, it's all COVID now. And as we've learned, there's no valley fever anymore either. It's all COVID. Right. right. Everything that has any symptoms like COVID is COVID. But let's say we do everything that they tell us perfectly to the letter. A hundred percent of the people do it, right? The virus is still there. It's still going to spread again. It's still going to crop up again. We're still going to have another flu season. You're not going to eradicate it fully. So what happens when it pops up again? Are they are going to be like, oh, it's COVID again. Uh, we got to shut everything down. Like, where's the line on this? Where, where? Because 
we, we've seen with the first one, right? And they said they were only going to lock down for a short time. Well, that ended up being 30 days. And in some Move places, goalposts. even longer. Move the goalpost. Yeah. And now, right, we were just supposed to to lower the curve at first. Uh, and now we, we, we can't go out until there's a vaccine. The vaccine is no, not even guaranteed to no. work. No, see, Bruce, we can't go out until Trump is gone. Once Trump leaves office, then we, it, it'll just right. the virus will just magic. Wow. We, we see we beat it. Right. We did all this. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. He says uh, we can yeah, get right. back to school. <laughs> yeah. Right. He says we can get back to school. We can get back to worship. We can get back to our jobs. We can do this. And I'm a hopeless optimist, but I really do believe Americans will do the right thing. See, you've got to do the right thing. See, if you want to go back to school, then you've got to do what you're told. If you want to go to church, if you want to exercise your First Amendment constitutional right, then you have to do what you're told. Mm. That's not a right given to you by your creator. No, you have to do what the useless Surgeon General tells you to do. Who told you that masks were useless in the first place, I might add. We can completely turn this around, he said. It's pretty simple. See, it's always really simple. You know, you notice it's always just some, just that little thing. Mitch McConnell saying it's not that complicated. Jerome Adams saying, well, it's pretty simple, right? It's always simple. It's always what? just this one little thing. It's not complicated. Maybe maybe he needs to have like a little sit down with uh, like Biden or something, like having difficulty understanding that, you you know, when you're talking or something, you, you can take the mask fully off when you're at the podium instead of having draped on your ear. And or there as you're talking, if you go to yeah, or if you go to a restaurant and they make you wear the mask from the door to the table, and then once you get to the table, you can take right. it off. You know, because right. it's so yeah. effective. That's you know, it's, it's, yeah, it, that's so effective. It's so effective when you do that. Mm. Uh, GP, mm. I'm actually I'm glad you're in here because this was on the this was on the agenda, whether you were coming in or not. Mm-hmm. This is your mayor, Eric Garcetti. Oh, dear God. He, <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I said when I read this. He says that the economy reopened too quickly in L.A. And mm. he's warning about possibly imposing some new stay at home orders as cases are starting to spike. He says, I think a lot of people don't understand. Mayors often have no control what opens up and what doesn't. That's either at the state or the county level. And I do agree that those things happen too quickly. See, it wasn't what happened a few weeks ago out there in the streets with the riots. It wasn't him going out there, bending a knee in thousands of people, marching with protesters. See, it wasn't that. It was because you opened your business. You came out of your house. Right. I will reopen our city with careful consideration guided by public health professionals because they've been so gracious to allow that. They've been so correct in the in the uh, the nonsense predictions that they've made to make the citizens of Los Angeles, the law abiding citizens of Los Angeles lives a living hell. They've been so considerate of that. They've been so considerate of how people just want to stay safe in their homes. They've been so considerate of that that they've taken a quarter of a billion dollars away from the police budget of the LAPD. I'm sorry, I I know it's your city and I don't mean to step on your toes here, but uh, I I really get upset. No, no, because I know people that live in Los Angeles like yourself and and others, and you get treated like you're four years old by idiots like this. And I can't stand it since you're in here. And and I was making reference to that. Can you give us Mm -hmm. a can you give us what's going on in in Los Angeles right now? What's the atmosphere like? What are people saying? What what are your neighbors saying? That type of thing. What's the atmosphere? Are people looking at another lockdown? What's going on out there? How's the atmosphere? Depends upon where you're looking. Just like polls and statistics, it's how you look for them. If I wanted to just say that everybody's locked in their houses and screaming at everybody saying, how dare you? I could find it. If I just wanted to say everybody's acting like normal, you find that too. 
the difficulty, the situation that it is, is look outside and see how people really are interacting with each other. When you go to a store or whatever it may be that you're doing, people are going about their business. The only difference is they're wearing masks. And if you cough, you get a lot of attention. A lot. <laughs> I'll bet you, you don't do. wear a mask, you get a lot of attention. <laughs> and if you don't wear a mask, you get a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. No, 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 not actually. Not, 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 really? at least not in my area. Not in my area. You don't get a lot of, um, it's, mm. it's about a 50-50. We're running about 50-50. Mask, no mask. Once you're in a store or in a building, people are respectful. A business has every right to say you can wear a mask or you don't have to wear a mask. Yes. Yes. Businesses. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's, and I yep. am yep. I a big proponent we're, of that. We were talking yeah. about that at the very beginning. Yes. I, I cave on that one. It's a business's right to put that in there. Yes. Yeah. That's their call because they, they've got to protect yeah. themselves too. So I get it. But is it the city's right to tell you you can't go on the public streets? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. And 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 I'll go <laughs> a step further business, with that. If you will yeah. see how they act, they act well, like a I'll business. Go, uh, they do, but I'll go a step further with this. It's not right for a business to be fined if they don't do that. If they don't mandate mm. the mask. See, I, I don't agree with that either because that's the government coming in and stepping in and saying, well, we're going to tell you how to run your business in the name of public health. No, no. A business, if they're going to do that, the business has to take that upon themselves to make that decision. That's their call. If a business says, no, we're not going to do that, then you don't do it. You don't find that business. That's my stance on that. I agree. I'm going to side with the business every time. Right. And I'm sure that the two of you are, too. Well, we're going to side with the business mm. every time. So I'm not going to side with the government. I'm going to side with the private business owner. Yeah, most most cases. Yes, I agree. I mean, I, I could think of scenarios where I would side with the government, but that's, you know, then well, they're not for legal things. Business as usual here, pretty much. I mean, there's OK, there, there's some doom and gloom you can see in people's eyes. And depression. Yeah, but we're, we're seeing that across the board, right? I mean, we, we've been talking the last couple mm -hmm. of days about anxiety numbers. We're talking about people that are going through and suffering insomnia in the midst of all this. I mean, the cases of insomnia are off the charts. Suicides are off the charts. What this is doing to people mentally, it's breaking them. It's, it's absolutely breaking them because people don't understand. They don't understand. They can't see through the lines. They, they don't know how. And they're being put into a state of learned helplessness. And it's it's really it's really a bad thing to see. You know, I, I'm sure just the, as the rest of you and the rest of our listeners, you know, I'm tired of seeing it. I, I'm just tired of seeing it. I, I want life to get back to normal. I, I'm sick of this. And instead of taking the steps that we need to get out of this, because the deaths are falling, right? The deaths are falling. They're going. The death numbers are going down. But you're not hearing anything about that. Do you know that's a good thing? By the way, do, do you know when the deaths fall for something? You know, that's good. So the deaths are falling, but the cases are going up. OK, you've got cases, 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 but no deaths. Do you know that's a good thing? I mean, it's just it's getting people to see through the bull. I'm not saying that it's not a real virus. I've never said that. No one's ever said that. I'm not saying that it's not dangerous if you contract it and you have certain underlying conditions or if you're a certain age bracket, you're at a higher risk. I understand all of that. I understand all of that. So does everyone else here. But the lines that were being fed, the cooked up numbers, this control agenda, this cult like mentality that we're seeing, this is not science. All I've ever wanted from the start of this and all any of us have wanted from the start of this is real data. That's all we've ever wanted. Good or bad. Just give it to us. Just give it to us straight. We're not made of sugar and candy. Right. Just give it to us. Now, I'm a reasonable person. Mm -hmm. I trust health experts up until this point. And when I say this point, I'm talking the last six months. I don't trust these people anymore. I know, Bruce, you don't. But they pick these people. It is. It's very difficult. But they pick these people precisely because inherently we do trust them. 
at another level, it's, well, they're responsible for saving people's lives. Why would they lie to us? See, the average person doesn't put that into into consideration that, hey, these people might want to do you some harm. They, they might want to put society into a different place because they're a bunch of sick cult members. They, they might have that kind of agenda. People don't put that thought into it. I've read about things like this. I, I've, I've read about how tyrannical regimes come to power, how control systems get introduced into a society. I've read about this, but I've never lived through it. It's easy enough to read about it in history. You read about what happened in Nazi Germany. You read about what happened in the Soviet Union. You read about what happened in fascist Italy, Franco Spain, Pol Pot's Cambodia, Hugo Chavez, Fidel Castro, Cuba. You read about these things. Tito over in the East Bloc of Eastern Europe. You read about these things. So you see these systems that are brought up throughout history and you read about them. But when you actually live through it and you see it, you know, by default, I'm looking at everyone else and I'm thinking, hey, you know, you, you should see this too, right? They don't. They don't. One of the hardest things it's going to be for people to accept is that it is happening. It is happening here. We've been told our entire lives, well, it can't happen here. It can't happen here. Oh, it is. It is. You know, I got a message from somebody today who I've known for a very long time, Democrat, right? We, we've never seen eye to eye when it comes to politics. And they're even telling me that they see what's happening and they don't like it. They're walking away from all of this stuff. You want your children growing up in what they're trying to bring in? Do you have kids? Do you care? I'm driving around. I don't know if you're seeing it wherever you are, wherever you are as a listener, as respective countries, wherever you are. I'm driving around in my little town of 15,000 people. I'm seeing billboards put up telling you to wear a mask that are fostered by political parties. You want your kids growing up in that? They get a common cold, so they have to be locked in their houses. So what happens if they come and they they try to quarantine you for a house cold? You think I'm joking, right? You You think I'm joking. This is happening to a couple in Kentucky, the state of Kentucky. They were put on house arrest because they didn't sign a COVID-19 self-isolation paper. Isaiah and Elizabeth Linscott, who tested positive for COVID-19 but didn't show symptoms, said that she didn't sign papers because of a section telling her and her husband to obtain approval from the public health department before any travel. She said, I could not comply to having to call a public health department prior if I had an emergency or I had to go pick up something for my child or myself as a necessity and could not wait. So the section that they wanted her to sign said the following. I will not travel by any public, commercial, or health care conveyance, such as an ambulance, bus, taxi, airplane, train, or boat, without prior approval from the Department of Public Health. COVID-19 passports, right? You see where this is going? Yep. She learned she had the virus because she got tested before a planned trip to see her parents in Michigan. My grandparents wanted to see me too, she said. So just to make sure if they tested negative, they would be okay and everything would be fine. But she tested positive. But she didn't show any symptoms. Of course, she's asymptomatic. So the local health department asked her to sign a self-isolation order. She said no. Then the sheriff's department went to her home. She said, I opened up the door and there were eight people standing there. Five different cars. And they thought, what's going on? This guy's in a suit with a mask. It's the health department guy, and he has three different papers for us, uh, for me, for my wife, and my daughter, the the woman's husband said. The couple said they had no problem with self-isolation, right? They had no problem with that. The issue was the wording on the document. So now the the couple are going to get an attorney. But in the meantime, guess what they've got? They got ankle bracelets on. So you're asymptomatic. You test positive. Well, see, again, this is something that everyone has to have. See, they have to they have to make sure that everyone gets it so they can own it. They can own you. They can own the agenda. They can control where you can and you can't go. When does this stop? When do we say enough is enough? The mask wearing, that's not going to make you say stop, apparently. Health passports, is that going to make you stop? Going through checkpoints everywhere you go? 
getting your temperature taken every time you go in to buy a gallon of milk. Is that where it's going to stop? <laughs> Health people coming to your house with authorities and dragging your significant other or your children out of your house off to a quarantine center. Is that going to make you wake up? Because that's where it goes next. What's it going to take? See, they're in the process right now of pushing the system. I mean, they're in the process right now of pushing. They're trying to provoke some kind of a response from the populace to see how much we will take. These people will take and take and take until we say, damn it, that's enough. They will not stop. My response to that, geez. I mean, we get to that point and they start arresting us and... and you know I just as know. well as I do. You know just as well as I do. You have a cold. That's it. Right? That, that's it. That, it that, that's what it's going to be. Because we're coming up on cold and flu season, naturally. Yep. And you know, because they've they've shifted everything. GP, you were talking about all the, all the entire list of everything, all the list that they have for COVID diagnosis now. What mm -hmm. is not COVID? What is not COVID? Happy... Joyful, happy, <laughs> happy and joyful, working. <laughs> no, see, you're not no, essential. No, see, you're not essential. Yeah, but if you're working, you could be asymptomatic and spread it to your coworkers. Yes, so that, yes, yeah, that doesn't work. Especially if you're working in a meat packing plant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're all infected if you're in a meat packing plant. Uh, should we end on something else? Yes. Should we end on something kind of funny? Something away from this? I, I'm so tired of this COVID. I, I'm really okay. I'm, I'm I got so something for you. Birds. Did you know in California, if the swallows make a nest in your house, you can't shoo them away? Well, GP, you were not here two days ago. I think I think it was two days ago. Uh, the okay. birds are fake. Oh, birds are fake. Okay, yes, so I have fake not real. spy birds that made yes. a nest on my yes. house. Yes, you did. That I can't yeah. chew away. See, <laughs> right. see, the Pentagon, right? See, the Pentagon got together and they genocided billions of birds several years ago. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they well, replaced since they've been doing this since the 1950s. Since the 50s. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so yes, since yes, the 50s. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they've replaced all of them with uh, with drones. So see, GP, they're, they're, those are not real swallows. Oh, yeah, they're, right. They're, what are they? They're, they're government property. See, that's why you can't do anything with them. They're government property. So I see. I see. You know, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So no, seriously, let's what, end. what's the deal with the birds? It's some bunch of crackpots out there it, that are running around putting up. Yeah. Uh, the birds are not real billboards all over the country. It's it's crazy. Then yeah. they follow that exact line that I just mentioned. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, is this, uh, is this 4chan or something? No, this is not. <laughs> this is no, these are like literally these are like literally real people that are I've, I've seen interviews with these people. They legitimately believe this. It's kind of like the flat earthers, you know, uh, it's on the same. There, There's actually people out there that believe that. Are these like the crows crazy. of Mordor or something and peep these governments see through their eyes or something? Is this? Is this yeah, basically. A little yeah. too much more of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, more or less. Yeah. But well, the, it's funny their, because, yes, they look, they look like a Lord of the Rings viewer. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, they look like dwelling in the mother's basement, not coming out. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Ending on something positive because apparently GP's got a problem with fake swallows or something. I don't know. So yes. ending on something positive. <laughs> Kanye West, you guys know he's running for president, yes? I mean, supposedly, yeah. Supposedly. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he is. He he actually mm. he Kanye for profit? Well, no, not quite. Not quite. Well, I guess you could construe it that way by what I'm about to say. He kicked off his first presidential campaign event in North Charleston, South Carolina last night, a day before the state's deadlines to file the, uh, the signatures as, as an independent candidate. So he's running as an independent candidate. OK, he's come out now and he says no more plan B, but plan A. This is what he said on, on the stage. He says, no more plan B, but plan A. And the audience really didn't know what he was talking about. So he clarified a little bit. He says that 
He thinks that abortion should be legal, but that there should be more support for those who need it. So he's proposed this idea. He says that the maximum increase would be everybody that has a baby gets a million dollars. This is what he's proposing as a as a presidential candidate in 2020. So if you have a child, then you get a million dollars. Do we have any thoughts on that? Hmm. Hmm. Still not enough to get me to have kids. Just saying. Well, I mean, Bruce, if you think about it, we're only talking three hundred and fifty million dollars here, right? Total. That's if everybody in the in the country has a <laughs> has a kid. Now, it, d- don't get ahead of me if you're on. It, don't get ahead of me on the math, right? Don't don't do that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah. it's a little MSNBC reference there. Just just saying. Yeah, yeah. But no, he he said that uh, he said that everyone that has a baby will get a million dollars. GP, you're all about the national budget. What do you think of that? No comment. No comment. <laughs> okay. No comment. He's also like said. This is another campaign. This is another platform of his campaign. He's he's also mm-hmm. said that marijuana should be free. Should we make the marijuana that's available at these dispensaries that have this in the states that have legalized it? Should we make it free? See, that's going to cut into a lot of the profits. You know, some people that own dispensaries. Yes, they make some money. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, they, yes. they, yes. they make some money. Yeah, make good. Now, money. if they if they had to give their product away, they're not going to be for that, are they? No, neither will the states because the tax money that's that's generated from right. that business alone is is astronomical. We have no business except for the alcohol business that's even close to all well, firearms now, but that are close to that. So we got basically marijuana, alcohol, and firearms that are making those kind of profits. I don't think they're going to want to give that up on the marijuana. I mean, who's going to pay for, well, you know, the open borders? Who needs that, GP, when you've got lemon kush? Yeah, who, who needs borders when you got lemon kush? You know I what? am not joking. I, I've made my stance on I've made my stance on, on marijuana clear. Uh, as it relates to that. And you have actually I see, I thought it was some kind of a joke when you were telling me about the endless fields of it out there. I thought you were joking. Yes. Oh, yeah. But you actually when you were here and we were sitting Mm -hmm. in the the hotel lobby, you were actually showing me the video that you took of Mm -hmm. the endless fields of all the marijuana out there. It's you say that there's a lot of tax money there, but uh, if he's saying give it away, then I'm not looking at this from a sense of taxes at this point. I'm looking at the sense from what I think he's trying to do. I think as an independent candidate, he's offering certain things such as a million dollars if you have a kid. And if I mean, if he's indeed a legitimate candidate at this point and he's offering free marijuana. Well, I think his agenda here, to be honest with you, and I'm just thinking of how Trump is working things because he and Trump have been buddy buddy in some cases on on these things like the uh, the criminal justice reform and all that stuff. That was that came from uh, from Kanye. Now I'm looking at this as something that they're cooking up behind the scenes. He and Trump to siphon votes away from the Biden base. That's what I'm looking at. He's throwing out whatever he needs to throw out just to be in the race and siphon some votes off. What what do you think? Yep, it, it could be what it could be that kind of tech. It could be that uh, that plan. But most of the people that are going to vote for him don't vote for Trump anyway. That's true. Oh, that's true. But what's the the point? It's just it's just chaos. And also, a lot of people are seeing, you know, why the Democrats were doing it. And it's the amount of money. Remember, you can keep up to 15 percent of all the money that's given to you and you can write off a heck of a lot more. This is a business. Running for president has become a business. Mm-hmm. It's huge business. Big business. Yeah. Even if you have zero chance of getting in, you can make. You could become a millionaire literally overnight, overnight. And the amount of uh, publicity you get. Mm -hmm. Or you could be Michael Bloomberg and lose a billion dollars. Lose a billion. Uh, We're going to have to jump out of here today. I do apologize, but we are at time. We're going to have to go. 
So uh, I wanted to uh, plug our social media. Please do give us a follow over on the social media platform of Parlor. We love hearing from you all. We love getting your comments, your likes, your feedbacks, your echoes. We really do appreciate it when you echo our podcast out onto your individual feeds because that does turn like-minded people in our direction. So we really do appreciate that. And we would love to get some feedback from you all as well. So you can follow us over there. You can drop me a line. You can drop Marty a line. You can follow me at Anderson 3 You can follow Marty at Marty Foster. Bruce and GP, since you came in late, thank you guys for your time tonight. And from all of us here, wherever you are in the world, we thank you for listening because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible. We love you and we love freedom and independence. And together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas. So we'll see all of you tomorrow.